Welcome to Sea Starter Pack, the place to be for all you need to know about consulting. Here in our podcast, you can find out about the tools and knowledge you will need to start off your career in consulting. Hello everyone, I'm Gunjan from 180 Degrees Consulting, Shriram College of Commerce. Today, for the second episode of Sea Starter Pack on how to dive into the consulting sector, we have with us Mr. Anshuman Kumar. currently working as an experienced associate at PwC US Advisory he's a part of the strategy consultant unit primarily focused on digital tech and organizational strategy prior to PwC he was a part of the digital transformation team at EY India we welcome you sir along with me is my friend and colleague Sharika who will be joining us for the discussion so let's dive in Anshuman the first question we have for you is what are the requisites or soft skills as well as the technical skills which may provide an aspirant a competitive edge in the field of consulting okay okay so let me do one thing let me break down this question into two parts and answer for each accordingly so what i'll do is first i'll try to answer for the soft uh, soft skills aspect so uh, i would say when it uh, you know comes to soft skills the most important one to have in consulting is impeccable communication skill uh, and by uh, communication i mean that should incorporate both verbal and written communication i would say it takes uh, you know precedence over any other uh, soft or technical skills that you might possess say you may be a very creative person or a great problem solver uh, solver but none of it matters if you cannot convey your message across the board so you know as a consultant your major task would be to convince the client on the solution you've devised and you have to be cognizant of the fact that these folks are industry experts right so you can't beat around the bush and really negotiate with them without having good communication skills and mind you by uh, good communication again i don't really mean just fluency or say you know the number of consulting jargons you know of course they help but you know it's how uh, structured your train of thought is that that is what matters the most and uh, second is to have you know good time management skills because quite frankly in every consulting engagement that you would be going into everything everything you know everything has a deadline of yesterday that's a joke that everybody uses uses in consulting so uh, you know there's so many so many things going on at a particular time if you do not have good time management skills there's a very high chance that you'll uh, lose track and uh, another soft skill that is very important i would say is uh, you know uh, flexibility yeah flexibility goes a long way in this industry so given the fact that your client keeps changing frequently and every client has a different way of working they have a different culture different time zones and all of those so on top of it the nature of consulting business is such that you know you are yeah, you might be asked to stop what you're doing and pivot into a totally different direction so flexibility and say the ability to adapt quickly becomes very evident and uh, last but not the least in soft skills aspect i would say working in teams or you know being a team player is of utmost importance i cannot stress more on this as there is rarely going to be a chance you know where you're working alone in a consulting engagement so you know uh, you might be reaching out to someone and or someone might be reaching out to you and together together being the keyword you are going to you know solve the problem that is in hand so you know ability to work in a collaborative environment really really helps and now coming to the second aspect of this question which was around the technical aspect again the answer here you know quite 
honestly would be very uh, subjective in nature so it depends on what sort of consulting role you're getting into say um, you know if you're getting into technology consulting or you're doing a very specific tool based consulting say you're an sap consultant or a salesforce consult a salesforce consultant then yes you know technical skills with respect to say a particular tool and technology will definitely give you a competitive advantage but now if you have to consider the unit that i am in strategy consulting so in my limited experience there the only major tools that i've honestly worked with are excel and powerpoint and probably sometimes power bi but you know that's about it so uh, you know honestly in my opinion i would still suggest you know if somebody is trying to enter into the world of consulting i would suggest them to work on the softer aspects rather than focusing on the technical aspects because you know once you are joining as a new joiner the expectations are not that uh, you're a person who's a know it all and who is going to you know start solving client problems from day one but you know technical skills are the things that can be always learned and upgraded the softer aspects i would say should be of much more focus yeah so yeah that's it yeah right i think that very well answered the question both on the soft skill as well as the technical skills and explained how these skills offer a concrete uh, base that you need before you go ahead with the answering with the client as you say but however you say that soft skills are more important i can learn technical skills perhaps by ms excel courses or python courses how do i go ahead with the soft skills soft skills so so definitely so soft skills i think uh, if you're looking for communication skills one of the best ways would be to uh, uh, personally what i did was i started doing some public speaking courses okay so that kind of gives you the confidence to talk in front of a lot of people and you know being open in nature i think i'm not sure if everybody enjoys doing that but you know if you are if you get a chance say you're working you guys are in srcc if you guys have the ability to work in say uh, some uh, you know college fairs and if you get to work in a lot of uh, you know seminars or all those things that you guys arrange and consider for the example 180 degrees consulting the uh, you know the seasuit pack that you guys are arranging if you are getting the chance to work on these things get to interact with a lot of folks i think you guys would be doing a lot of uh, networking with a lot of folks on linkedin so that is one of the I think one of the very good ways to start there, and I think everybody should venture into this because over a period of time, when you get into consulting, I think it's all about. I mean, technical skills are good to have, but at the end of the day, as and when you move up the ladder, it kind of becomes into a sales job. So what essentially matters is. your ability to network your ability to talk your ability to convey your message across the board so you know that that's that's a you know probably a good way where you can start i think yeah that's well noted because uh, once you have the soft skills then you can go ahead and learn the technical skills as and when you want to or need it however let's say i want to learn technical skills at an earlier earlier age so that i have a competitive edge as i mentioned in the earlier question so where do i go and learn excellent python now Ah uh, okay so uh, let me start on a lighter note on that you know as a joke goes on so no matter what you do and who you are learn ms excel and you are bound to scale and achieve the heights and you sorted for life so that that's what uh, goes around in consulting that the kind of joke uh, everybody uses but you know on a serious note these skills as as uh, as i mentioned it's it i would say these are good to have but not mandatory so uh let me give you an example of my case i joined consulting with an ex with excel skills of say 2 on 10 and then i learned because i had no other choice 
but but the thing is if i have to answer your question very concretely so uh, you know there are plethora of resources available like on youtube coursera udemy udemy has a lot of beautiful courses where you have learn excel master excel from beginner to uh, master in say 6 hours or all those courses and they have a lot of uh, you know cases as well where they give you life problems and you work on them on excel so that kind of gives you uh, practical experience as well along with the theoretical concepts that would be a very good way to start and ms excel on top of that a lot of uh, time that we guys spent in consulting is uh, you know making powerpoint presentations getting the story across so there uh, personally what i did was i uh, kind of read an ebook called storytelling with data which had a huge impact on you know how i build my stories on a powerpoint presentation or how, what kind of data i have and how i can actually present the data in a manner where the uh, a person sitting next to me might be able to understand grasp everything that i'm trying to say so yeah there are a lot of free courses udemy might be a bit you know on the expensive side but you have youtube coursera you have plethora of courses available you can start whenever you want if you want to get a head start but again even if you get into consulting and if you don't know these things uh, i don't think that would be a disadvantage because you can always learn whenever you want because there would be multiple seminars that would be uh, arranged by the organization you'll get free access to a lot of uh, these courses you can learn whenever you want and also you'll have so many smart folks around you the peers who are expert in these things you can always learn from them but uh, you know uh, that's that's what it is right once you're thrown into the ocean the only way you're going to survive is you'll start learning and that's that's what everybody does so again i will reiterate these skills are not mandatory if you're joining as a fresher but definitely a good to have and you can you can sure for sure go for all those free resources that are available to you know just get a head start so. you're truly an inspiring consultant because uh, when we think about consulting so there's no there's no strict course like like when you do finance there is cfa or fm there are lots of professional courses you can you know always venture into but when it comes to consulting people are just blank on how do i go about it so it's really great that you don't really need uh, the technical skills as you mentioned so that's one good thing to know but still uh, what do you feel do consulting require more book knowledge in terms of uh, how to do the consulting work of analysis and research and all that or do you think job training is enough I think that's a very very straightforward answer to that. I think that is job training. Job training. So you're always learning on the fly. When you mention that, you know, uh, when you go into consulting, you're blank. That's the case. Even after two years into the cons- uh, into the consulting business, if I go into a new project, I am blank. So that's that's how the nature of the business is. And you always learn. You always get to learn new things. There's you know new client, new projects every now and then. So when it comes to book knowledge or say theoretical concepts, there's no harm in again having them. It definitely gives you an edge, but it will only get you forward to a certain extent. Say you might know some concepts like say McKinsey's Seven S framework. You know how to do a Pareto analysis. analysis you know me see you know quotes five forces but you know unless and until you can actually use them in a life problem statement you don't really have much going yeah right so also if you consider the nature of the consulting business especially strategy consulting it's very very industry agnostic and it's really difficult to be well versed with each industry anyway so what, there's no point in boiling the ocean there right so and also at the start of your career you're expected to be a generalist so nobody is expecting you to be an expert in a certain field the expectation rather is to be open and curious about whatever task is coming your way again okay, and also it has to be noted you know majority of theoretical concepts that we study 
uh, everybody knows that all of these are based on very ideal conditions right which is far from reality on the ground there are so many external factors in play that you need to account for so uh, you know I, what i'll do is i'll just quickly give you an example say for an example uh, you're staffed on a digital transformation project say for a banking bank okay uh, so the problem statement there is the bank is losing clients for the past four quarters and you are looking at how emerging technologies can help address that so now in this particular case say you have a lot of theoretical knowledge you have a lot of bookish knowledge about emerging technologies and how they are changing the entire industry but that still would not solve the uh, problem in hand right because unless and until you go on the ground talk to the clients their customers try to understand their pain points draw current state and future state customer journeys then you know do a feasibility analysis whether the technology the emerging technology is uh, you know uh, scalable is it going to work in tandem with the business landscape the client has unless and until you do all those things the theoretical concepts are not going to uh, you know give you the results that you desire and mostly all of this all of this that i'm mentioning mostly comes with experience working in a collaborative environment peer learning so again back to my uh, you know original answer so in my opinion the best way to learn in consulting would not be book knowledge but more of on job training peer learning and you know working in a collaborative environment Yes, I totally agree that I mean every case, every client will throw a different problem at you. So your book knowledge will just not be enough to you know go ahead and go on with it. Although it comes from students' perspective, like I have, I won't get to do the job training anytime soon. So how do I know I'm genuinely interested in consulting? Won't books help me in that aspect? uh definitely yeah definitely books would definitely help you in that and i think uh, if i can recommend a uh, you know certain books uh, would that help i think that that should help like what i can do is i can recommend you couple of books that i had read to make up my mind whether consulting would be a uh, great fit or not so one of uh, one of them although i'm not an avid reader i did read a few books before joining consulting but uh, you know just let me just lay it out in front of you uh, so for students who are looking into getting into consulting one of the best ways you can start is there's a very common and very popular book uh, known as mckinsey way so this surely gives you a glimpse of what it looks like working for a consulting company or you know even answers the age old question of what exactly do consultants do then another book that i read not very specific to consulting but it's again a really good book about how new businesses are formed so that is one of the books i again used to just try to understand you know kind of get an idea if a new business is being formed what are the major factors that go into it so it's a book called zero to one by peter thiel again a very uh, you know popular book i think a lot of people would have read that already and and uh, another book uh, is uh, which i read was uh, called radical candor by kim scott so uh, this book mostly focuses on the softer aspects you know of managing and leading a team because once you join consulting at start you'll be an analyst but over a period of time you'll be you know you'll be given much more responsibilities where you are going to handle a lot of uh, folks under you so it becomes evident apart from the uh, client deliverables that you might be having you have to manage the team as well so you know how to get what you want by saying what you want is the you know uh, the mantra of this book and this really helped me a lot as well and uh, you know to gain some of the financial concepts i don't think srcc folks need this 
this book this this book is called romancing the ban uh, romancing the balance sheet by anil lamba so this is just just to you know uh, keep me well versed with any kind of different kind of projects that are coming my way uh, say cost related to cost optimization or not and uh, that these are the major books that you can probably you know read and try to understand mckinsey way would be you know uh, honestly the first way to go because that gives you a very good idea into what consulting is and how you might fit into uh, this particular business and lastly what i can do is if i remember correctly there's also a tv show called house of lies uh on amazon prime if you want to watch uh, it's fun and exaggerated way of explaining the industry entertaining far from reality but fun watch nonetheless so you know these would be my recommendations but yeah definitely you can you can, you can always you know do your search on your own and at the end of the day it's books right and i don't think any knowledge is going to go to waste you can always try to find books on your own and just you know go and read them yeah So listeners I think can definitely take note of these readings as well as go watch that show because I'm sure that how like how Anshuman has been telling I'm pretty sure you get the very basics of what the sector is all about. Uh one more question that I think a very the consumers are very interested to know is how do you go about internships? That like you mentioned that job training is something that is uh, very important in the sector of consulting. So how do students go about in the uh, in the search of internships as well as what internships did you take up and what you learned from them? Oh sure. So let me answer that in a reverse manner. I'll 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 start with what I did. What were my internships, and then let me tell you what internships might help and what might not. So let me tell you what I did as part of my MBA curriculum. I interned at a SaaS product company called Capillary Technologies. Uh, so this uh, this product company majorly caters to e-commerce and retail clients. So. you know essentially i got to learn a lot about the retail industry along with that you know i was uh, put into a lot of projects so in the two months of time i was put into a lot of projects i was more of in a support role but i did get to understand the management pre sales forming customer journey web analytics digital marketing etc so you know there, there were so many uh, you know multiple concepts that i got to know it's not it is not very uh, you know uh, kind of confined towards a singular task so that was kind of a good experience i also uh, interned at another saas collaboration tool company called flock by direct time so there i was kind of helping them in uh, launching them in our uh, at our campus so i was doing a lot of marketing activities for them and you know kind of uh, uh, helping them with workshop sessions and going about it was majorly kind of advertising to them uh, around you know along the campus so these were uh, you know major uh, experiences that i had uh, uh, before joining the consulting industry but now if uh, i have to answer your question you know what sort of uh, internship Uh, should a you know, student look forward to? So, uh, as I mentioned earlier, right, uh, consulting is very industry agnostic. So, the benefit of that is any sort of industry in any internship can be of use in consulting because consulting. Uh, Consulting is there in every industry. You can go into oil and gas consulting. You can go into tech consulting. You can do financial consulting. There, there's no 
you know uh, i think the breadth is too huge so again there's no hard and fast rule as such what type of internship is better than other but it totally depends on what sort of consulting role you're getting into say if you're getting into technology consulting and you're interning at a saas product company it's a wonderful uh, internship to have but say again you're venturing into say a tool based consulting you want to be become an sap consultant and your internship in, is into core marketing that might not be relevant but again if you change the job description to say a customer experience consultant uh, marketing experience would come in handy so you know uh, i my suggestion would be so there's no point in limiting yourself when it comes to internships right you can you, you go about doing as many internships as you can get as you know many diverse experience you can have because at the end of the day if you're getting into consulting consulting first few years is all about getting diverse set of experiences working in different industries and you never know which internship and which internship experience might come in handy so yeah that would be my suggestion i have another um, doubt as you say like i see that you have done a bachelor of engineering do you think yeah. it was difficult for you to get into consulting because consulting comes from more of a commerce background and not of a science or an engineering background uh not really so let let me just try to explain uh, what i do so i am part of the strategy and unit at pwc and we primarily focus in digital tech and organization strategy as uh, uh, you know mentioned in the introduction as well but if you think of it uh, i did a bachelor's of engineering again and then i worked at tata consultancy services for 2 years again i got to uh, you know have some tech background so that tech background enabled me to put myself in a better position when i was trying to sell myself as a digital consultant that helped me a lot because i had prior experience in that particular industry and the thing was my prior experience was getting aligned to the role in hand and also if you're getting into strategy consulting strategy consulting is so vast you don't really need uh, you know a commerce background there of course if you're getting into say uh, working with private equity firms if you're getting into uh, finance transformation then definitely a commerce background can help but it doesn't really matter if you're from an engineering background because if you see if my team if i just you know chalk out uh, everybody's uh, cvs i would get to know everybody is from a different background arts background people can come into consulting so that that's how agnostic consulting actually is so you know nobody is going to stop you because if you are from a certain background you can't get into you can definitely get into the company into a different role I think that's the extraordinary part of consulting. There's no fast fixed degree which you need. Um, another thing I would like to ask is, uh, during this pandemic period, uh, do you think the consulting sector is booming, or do you think it's kind of falling apart and not keeping up with the uh, problems of the economy? Mm, uh, again, this is this, this this question is again very subjective. Consulting industry, on a whole. might not be booming might be slowing down but i can definitely tell you some sectors are booming and some sectors are might have taken a back and say uh, for example teams at uh, teams who do say automotive consulting or say who do oil and gas consulting so right now i think the businesses are hit and there's no point for them to be shelling money out to consultants 
but if you look at the you know technology strategy team or digital transformation team so now it has become all the more important for companies to enable digital transformation because a lot of people are working remotely and the scope for uh, those projects have increased multifold so i think uh, the consulting business per se has remained same because of you know the ups and downs and overall i would not say it's going down because i think some uh, business units have taken a hit and some business units have boomed uh, you know really well okay great i think uh, here we come to the end of the main questions now comes the exciting bit of the episode uh, where we will take a quick rapid fire round so sir do you mind if we just start off with a quick quick round which just answered honestly and spontaneously <laughs> okay sure sure okay. let me let me try that yeah <laughs> great uh, my uh, colleague shalika will take that one. go ahead shalika yeah so hi so starting with the first question uh we would if you could describe your dream dream client in three words three words okay uh i would say email over meetings so you know just let me let me just uh you know answer that what i mean by that is i would prefer a client who prefers getting maximum work done over an email i would start worshiping them honestly because in the current scenario even a 5 minute discussion right now demands a meeting invite and it becomes frustrating you know as you and your entire day goes in meeting without getting any actual work done so yeah a dream client is the one whose mantra is email over meetings well i'm sure that was very interesting because even i i guess even we would be able to relate with almost 70% of our days going into meetings nothing else so moving on to the next question what is the best place you visited on a business trip okay ouch that question hits personally <laughs> so uh, you know post my mba uh, i only got to work 9 months in the pre covid era and the clients were majorly based out of mumbai delhi bangalore and chennai so all the places where i've already been to so honestly i still hope i get to travel to some fancy places and actually have a very good answer to this question i'm sure so you will have a, a lot of experience in the coming years okay so moving on to the next question if you were to hold a world record which one do you think you could hold i think i can actually hold two <laughs> so uh, first would be binge watching and the second one would be sleeping obviously so i can binge watch shows for 16 hours at a stretch and i can also go to sleep after that for 16 hours at a stretch again <laughs> i'm not sure what the world record is there but that certainly is not very normal well i'm sure this is what everything would like everyone would want to do in either ways So moving on to the next question describe an embarrassing moment you had on a zoom meeting with a client Okay, now this is this is where it gets interesting. Okay, so uh, on a Teams video call, uh, video conference once, I forgot to uh, blur my background, which I usually do. So uh, when the call was happening, so behind me there were two Grand Theft Auto Five posters, which let's say are not very safe for workplace. So my manager calls me out in the meeting and say, says, "Hey, interesting choice of a background," and everybody starts laughing there. And then I'm like, "Wait, wait, wait, let me blur." my background apologies for that well i guess every one of every one of us have had such embarrassing moments even i had some really embarrassing moments in the beginning of the pandemic okay so moving on to the last question uh, it is a this or that question you would have to choose one and give reason that why do you wish to choose that 
so this or that uh, work from home or office work oh, okay so <laughs> my answer falls exactly beneath uh, between these so i would prefer work from anywhere actually so it should be at my discretion when i travel to office or when i work from a beach in goa so that's my utopian world but let's see how it pans out but i'm sure i do not miss the pain of uh, looking out for an uber for 20 minutes and then being stuck in bangalore traffic for an hour so yeah i would still tilt towards work from home yeah i think work from anywhere is the new uh, concept that's going to be developed pretty soon Only the only reason would be that uh, you'll need good uh, internet connectivity everywhere. I'm not sure if you'll get that on a beach. <laughs> that depends which beach you're going to. <laughs> But let's hope let's hope let's hope the infrastructure develops such a way. Definitely. So now comes to the exciting uh, end of the uh, podcast. I think uh, we had covered almost everything and how we should dive into the consulting sector and uh, how we need to go read books, go read shows, and just focus on the soft skills. and uh, we can have the technical skills on the later years so i thank mr anshuman kumar for taking time out from his busy schedule and guiding us on uh, how we as young consultants should, should think and should develop as we grow it was indeed delightful to interact with you sir it's pleasure was all mine thank you thank you for all the listeners uh, please do check out our instagram handle and drop in some of the questions that you think that you want to get answered and we will take them up in our further episodes For now thank you for listening stay home stay safe bye